So I collapse, last, 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 You better lose yourself, lose yourself, lose yourself. So I collapse, last, 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 last. In Hustle City Podcast, back at you again with another episode. It is your host, 314 Yogi, and I'm always joined by my brother. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's your boy Bobby, aka Mr. Five One One, co-founder of the Hustle City Podcast. We in the building. What's good, bro? Not much, man. You know, I'm glad we got this uh, rolling now. Finally rolling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <sighs> shit, it's so much music that's coming out right now, and so many things going on. Man, this weekend, so much to talk about, bro. This weekend has been crazy with full music that I, I really want to talk about in the near future. But, yeah, but today, you know, we got a special episode for y'all. I'm not sure if y'all recall, but we talked about a certain artist from the north side of St. Louis who literally started from the bottom. North side, and now he's here. He dropped personally one of my favorite albums of um, 2021, which is actually he's it's actually my top three albums, along with um, the Off Season by J Cole and King Disease Two by Nas. Man. If y'all haven't checked it out, y'all need to check out Don't Stop at Lights by the one and only T-Double-O. You heard? Then today, man, we basically don't stop at lights, man. Fuck all that. I don't stop at real lights anyway, and I ain't even got nobody after me. You ain't got to have no option not to stop at lights. Why would you stop at lights anyway? This is America. Do what the fuck you want to do. Land of the free. Yeah, it's not land of the free, man. They say that, but you know, that ain't true. But, uh... Man, that album, though, honestly, it's probably my favorite St. Louis album right now. Really? Yeah, because, granted, you know, you know, I'm always been in a Rome fan, Tef Poe fan, yeah. uh, Smino, so forth and so on, you know. But uh, he came hard, man. He came hard on that, man. Bro, like, I'm going to say this, man, right off the bat. Tito, not just the album, but just Tito Bo in general as a person. That dude deserves a mural in St. Louis. I'm just going to say that. Shit, yeah, you know, we had to do this because we got to give them his flowers now, man. I believe in giving people their flowers before they leave because, shit, me finding out about him a few years ago, I mean, I, you know, I was honestly not uh, paying too much attention to St. Louis at the time. I was mm-hmm. so focused on, I was just getting back to St. Louis and I'm trying to get right. into all this, everything that's going on in the scene. And then you mentioned him, mm-hmm. gave him a listen. And just kind of been off and on, mm-hmm. but when I went back to uh, last week, last episode, when we decided to do this, yep. went back and like, you know, let me look at this catalog. Which one did I, li- I haven't listened to? Uh, Don't Stop at Lights. Look what I done. Bro, that song right there, Look What I Done, man, I'm not sure if you saw the mu- music video yet for it. Nah, not yet. Bro, man, bro. Just, I don't know, man, that song right there, I'm going to say this. This is the only thing I can say about it, honestly, because I was speechless when I first listened to it, and I still am to this day. But, man, WWE, you need to have that as a theme song for one of your pay-per-views, like Royal Rumble or even WrestleMania. That need to be in 2K, some sporting event. That need to be played when the Rams come out in L.A. Nah, fuck the fucking bum-ass Rams. Something. Play it at the new soccer game, bro. When the soccer team coming out, play that. That's going to make us win. Facts. Because that song make you just want to get up and just, shit, hustle. So I got a question for you, bro. Like, you mentioned how, you know, you kind of recently started listening to T-Dubbo now on a regular. Like, what, what was the motivation of you 
going back to, um, I guess not just TWO, but just like just St. Louis artists in general. Like what, like what triggered your mind just saying, "Hey, I gotta go back and give these artists these flowers." Um, one coming up on the fact that we were just about like on the edge of starting this mm-hmm. podcast. I'm like, you know, let me just go back and dive in a little bit more and see what's really, really going on, what's out there the, that our people's putting out, and then. Um, you know, you, of course, you was bringing up a bunch of different artists. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, let me check these out. So, you know, I'll be on Twitter. I see your tweets, and you'll tweet T-Dub, or you'll tweet mm-hmm. Bodine or somebody, and I'll be like, shit, let me just go check them out again. Let me just go back and dive into their music, their catalog, yep. and, and drench myself back into everything St. Louis. So right. I just was like, you know what? It's time. Uh, Question for you, though. Mm-hmm. Shoot. I remember you mentioning T-Dub-O around the time we met. How long have you been, like, keeping up with him? Man, that's a good question. Um, so I actually became a fan of T-Dub-O a couple of months after I graduated from Omso back in, like, 2014. Oh, okay. um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, the gramophone on that spot. Is that one, uh, Tower oh, Grove? yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think uh, I mentioned this on the last episode, but, and if I didn't, how I heard about T-Dub-O, I got to give it, I gotta give credit to my bro, my big bro uh, Riley B. First of all, for sure. Because um, with T. Dubbo, man, I actually I actually didn't hear any of his music in advance. I actually just randomly saw him perform on stage, and um, he was performing. Um, you need to go back like on Dap, you know, back on Dap Hip or whatever. And he um, dropped, in my opinion, one of the hardest mixtapes I've ever heard in my life. He dropped um, Mobstar Maniac Three or MM MM Three for short. Is it the one you said it had a uh, passenger on it? Yeah. yeah, I gotta go check that. Yeah, out. you gotta check that, man. You gotta check that sucker. Is out, it on man. Spotify or is it on? Apple? It's not on Spotify. You gotta go on Dat Piff and check that Dat out. Okay. Yeah, go on Dat Piff, man. But like, so I saw T Double perform the songs like um, "Out the Way" and "Why You Mad," and you know, I I was like, man, this dude is cold. Like when I first saw him perform, like just his stage presence and just the energy he brought, he brought to the table. And after he was done with his set. I just went up to him. I didn't even introduce myself or anything. I just was like, yo, my man, can I just have a copy of your mixtape? He was nice enough to um, give it to me for free. He didn't charge me a dime, honestly. I would have paid him like 10 or 15 bucks for it, to be honest. And um, we, didn't, we didn't really have a conversation like that. Um, but, um, no, I listened to that tape for like a week straight. Like, he had some of the craziest songs I've ever heard. Like, when you talk about, when you talk about quality over quantity... Um, he is the perfect example for that. Hey, I'm, I'm a second to you on that one, man. Um, listening to the production of uh, Don't Stop It Lights. Mm-hmm. It was different from what I normally hear from St. Louis artists. Yeah. It was more focused. Yeah. It felt like it had a purpose behind it. And it was direct. It was like, it was one of them direct messages like, Nah, motherfucker. This is what it is. This is this is me. This is you know, like you know, when like the shit kick off, mm-hmm. like the uh, intro. I think the intro. I don't know if it was him, like dealing with police or whatever, in the intro. But uh, when you hear uh, "Look What I Done" kick off, and then that song with Tef Poe, I keep forgetting the name of it at the bottom. It's like at the last couple like songs. Murder drunk. Yeah. Shout out to Tef Poe, man. If you hearing this, if you listen to this, bro. We need you on here. We brother. need you all here too. We need you and Bodine on everybody. here as well. Everybody, man, you know what? Though? St. Louis style. Everybody. E r r r r r r r r b o d y. Everybody, bro. 
Because I'm going to say this too, man. We got to give a special shout out to TWO for starting AMG. Yeah, man, you hit me to that wave, man. I didn't even know he had his own label at all. I know I always just hear him shout out uh, Almighty and mm-hmm. <clears throat> everything else. And then you tell you, uh, you hit me up. He was like, yeah, you know he got his own uh, yep. label. I think that's that's pretty motherfucking dope for uh, an artist coming from St. Louis. You know, I don't, I've never heard of that, like, especially here. You don't really hear about that. You don't really hear about uh, different camps in St. Louis too right. much, too often. Which I think would be a uniquely cool thing if we did start having more artists from our area doing shit like that. But uh, I think well, I mean, at least somebody leading the goddamn charge. One thing I respect about Tito Bowman, just not as an artist, but just as a human being in general, like he, the reason why I started listening to him more is because how he now keep in mind he volunteered doing this, um, you know, leading the protests in Ferguson after uh, Mike Brown's unfortunate demise. R.I.P. to Mike Brown. Um. Like, the more I started, like, watching the news and I heard him, like, on numerous interviews and talking about the situation that he was in and, like, what he had to go through and all the sacrifices he made, that's what motivated, to be honest, that's what motivated me to listen to him more because I know that dude has a story. Um, He's really good at telling stories. And, like, you can hear that Nas influence and, like, you know, Ghostface Killer. I think Ghostface is one of the dopest storytellers of all time. Big L as well. You know, he has... You can tell those influences are just mixed in with his own lyricism. Yeah. Along, of course, along with like Tupac and M. I was just going to say, man, he gave me this um, This album gave me a little bit of like Pac vibe, though. Mm. But it really specifically, I'm just going to look up the track list real quick because that's the best way for me to like remember mm-hmm. <clears throat> the songs. So, uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, Killing them, that was my shit too. But uh, more lit and sorry, mama. <laughs> Bro, sorry, mama. Now he did his thing on that. Like I didn't think that was a song that anybody could easily body or just go back and sample and put their own flair on it because it was kind of tailored, custom made by Eminem, and that was a Slim Shady type deal. That was all of his thing, and then to hear an artist go to come back and just. Slam it like T-Dubbo just did. I'm like... I don't think I've heard anybody else do anything like that. I could be wrong, but I don't think anybody could pull that off like he did. Hell no. Like, when I'm I'm sitting back peeping the joint the whole time, I kept running back to it today. I'm at the Quick Trip on Hall's Ferry. I'm, I'm just playing it, just running it back. I ain't, I'm, This has been like 20 minutes. I'm sitting at the tank and just like, I got to run that back. I got to hear that bar. I got to go back to that line. Right. I got to hear that again, like... When I hear, when I get that excited to listen to an artist, while I'll run back and I'll listen to what you saying, right. like I'll stop a song just to catch a bar, mm-hmm. or that sick that first sixteen out the gate just slap like that. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. This somebody you gonna catch in my rotation forever, right? So I don't give a fuck where I'm at. You gonna hear this for? You definitely gonna hear. No, I got some T-Dub Bo bumps, especially when I go down back to the south for homecoming because uh, mm-hmm. I love bumping our music, man. Um, I be putting my homies in Nashville and shit on. They always down there looking for artists to come do shows right. and trying to scope out new talent. And I be like, man, St. Louis has a plethora of young artists. Even the guys that's like the street artists, man. I They need a first shot, too. Facts. Coming from here. It'll help them get the hell out the street. Bro, like, I'm going to say this, man. That what that one song, I think you might have just mentioned it. No Tense um, or yeah. Clip On Tilt. 
bro, shout out to, let me see what her name is real quick. Um, shout out to, man, shout out to Z Lauren. The Dude. way she did that hook, bro, I mean, I don't hear female singer, a whole lot of female singers doing that nowadays. Yeah, she came Like, in. she came in. Like, I probably, probably the last time I heard a female singer go in um, like that, or a singer that can go in like that, is probably Skylar Gray. Yeah. Because, like, you've heard Skylar Gray and, like, Eminem collab often, like, they, they collabed on... I think one of the last songs I think that I could recall that they clapped on was on Tragic Endings, Tragic Endings off of a Revival. And just the way Skylar Gray got into that hook, that's what Z. Lauren reminded me of when she did that, mm. to be honest. Okay. But, but her vocals is what caught my attention on that song. That's, that's one of my top three favorite songs, personally. I kind of got like more of a Michelet vibe. Okay. I kind of went like old school with I could, it. I could see that. It gave me like a little pocket Michelet. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it definitely had old school vibes to it. It's just that I'm just trying to go back to like more recently, like yeah. in the, like the last five years or so. But no, I mean, I could definitely see that as well. But not only that song, but the way, just the beat, the way it came in, and then it just goes in like smoothly, and then it just flips back, and then he just goes in hardcore Yeah. at the end. That's what got me. And that's, that's honestly one of my top three favorite songs off the album, for sure. I will say this, and I don't know why. It's probably just my ADHD, but uh, <laughs> Ichiro. I ain't think, I, I don't know why that stood out to me. That just the title just stood out to me. Because they're talking about the baseball player, right? I, I think they're talking about the baseball player, Ichiro. I don't remember if he came and played for St. Louis at one point in time. But shout out to Ichiro, though, man. I remember when he was on the Yankees doing this motherfucking thing. Even though this mm-hmm. ain't about him. Mm-hmm. It's about this podcast, but I like that song too. Ichiro was a nice, uh, you know, murder drunk, like we said earlier. Yeah. Anything with Tepo in my mind, I feel like Tepo really challenges his uh, artists that he's featuring with a bit to uh, step outside the box or go a little bit harder. Yeah, I feel like that's just his natural, or just from what I've heard from him. So mm-hmm. we ever do get a chance to uh, meet that man and interview him, yeah, definitely got some questions for that brother, uh, hard headed bastard. What a way to end the album! Yeah, one of the best out out like outro joint songs mm-hmm. in a while, man. And you know, uh, speaking of intros and outro, you know, for a minute I couldn't get over J Cole off season introing uh, album with Cam, right? And then I hear this shit, and I'm like, oh yeah. Let me ask you this though: like, was there a particular song, or just just anything general? Like, what was this that made it one of your favorite albums of uh, 2021? Um, Earlier, I was touching on it. It was really just the the production. The overall production was yeah. different. The sound that he has, it's like he's in... He's an open book, and you don't... He don't... You know, this is the thing, like, where the pop comparison for me would come in. Mm-hmm. And I think you kind of... I think when people used to compare T.I. to pop, artists like T.W.O., T.I. and a couple other artists that I listen to, when you compare them to Tupac, they all have this it's the grit that they got to them. And it might come out angry but it's just fueled by what they've been through mm-hmm. and how candid and open they are about it. Right. And they're saying things that people don't really typically say on their albums. Especially I think artists from here really don't really want to say. But he's he put it out there. So I like the honesty. It made it a little bit more relatable. I mean... You know, I, when I when I listen to an artist, I typically go and look for things I can relate to them personally. Right. 
or life experiences. Like he came up on the north side, I'm from the north side. Which T Dubbo, when we when we meet up, bro, I don't know, man. I got this story from one of my partners when we was a kid. <laughs> we was kids. I don't know. I, I know you, you know. I ain't trying to put nobody business out there, you know, but I know you heavy with the C, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you 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 leaning towards the flag on the left side. So was my neighborhood, but I know if you from the north side, I don't know, I'm just trying to make the comparison, bro. Because I remember when I looked at you on one of these videos, I, the face just looked so familiar from a guy that used to chase me and my homie every day. <laughs> From uh, out their neighborhood, because we was just kids being goofy to the motherfucker in the dub. Just running around that motherfucker, fucking with people. Getting on their nerves, acting like we was gangbanging and some old shit. But I wasn't. My homie was. He decided to do that shit. I said, fuck that. And just say, I'm sorry, anything over five seconds, my nigga. I'm snitching. I am not about that life. Don't if you be, see me in St. Louis, I ain't about that life. Don't be like Takashi, bro. I ain't, I mean, I ain't going to say I'm about that life and then go snitch. It depends. Because you know what? What's the situation? What I snitch in? Right, if we get caught with a bunch of weed, no, nah, I ain't saying nothing. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> you just have you I ain't worried about that at all. But then again, I wouldn't really get caught with no weed. I've been able to manage that my entire career with marijuana. But uh, to not get caught while I'm driving with it. Hence the reason why I don't stop at lights. See, for circles coming back full circle again. Facts coming back full circle. Don't stop at no damn lights. Matter of fact, you know what, T Dub? I just had a th- I just had an idea. You know what? You are promoting bad driving, sir. You probably the reason why the north side the way it is with the gay of traffic. Cause them niggas don't stop at lights. Them Hellcats. Boy, I wish I was a cop sometimes just so I can hawk they ass down. But well, they gonna get away because I don't know what the hell them trucks got. You trying to get a diss track on you, bro? I ain't trying to get no diss track, man. I'm just saying, man, don't stop at lights. Like, I was really, literally today, on purpose, bumping, uh, look what I done. They had my tape, I just like, my, uh, Spotify had rotated back to it. I don't know how it went from, like, John B to T-Dub-O to Indiana Rome to, uh, Lil Wayne, then from Lil Wayne to Jake Cole and Drake, and I wound up on Lil Yachty's song at the end of it. But <laughs> when it came back on to look what I done, I just started driving faster. I was like, I can't be running my truck like this. People already think I'm the police and shit. Because I got a Ford Explorer. I'd be like, nigga. Silly, man. I pulled up in my own neighborhood. They scattered like damn roads. I'd be like, oh, man, that's just dairy on ass. I'd be like, man, I didn't. Fuck. If I wasn't, nigga. Something next time, I'm going to pull up, hop out that motherfucker with an FBI jacket on. So speaking of you, don't stop in that lights. Let's talk about More Lit. More Lit. Because this Braggadocious. album. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. When I hear that song, I just like to turn up in the car and put my arms up and down, like, and act like a damn fool. I'm not even gonna lie to you when More I say that. Fire. I saw him, fire. You know what? I saw him perform that um, when he opened for when he opened for um, Raekwon, Ghostface, and Jizzle last year at Pops. Oh, so so when he you went to that concert, he was opening at he was opening at, and then uh, Bodine was uh, help uh, hyping him up as well as uh, Tough Poe. Okay, okay, it was a uh, it was a legendary. Opening and the whole show was fire. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And I and I had the honor of meeting Ghostface afterwards. And I actually recorded some footage of uh, T.W. performing. And he actually retweeted. Okay. He retweeted that um clip on uh, Twitter. Mm. I gotta give uh, T.W. a shout out for following me too, man. Like that was uh, that was really big on my part. Because I'm gonna be honest too, and this might be I'm not gonna try to sound biased, but like T.W. to me 
is a top 50 MC of all time. Just by his, just by his lyrical skills, um, just by his battle rap, battle rapping skills. Now that's something we gotta talk about too. Is his because I've seen clips of him battle rapping, and that dude has thousands and thousands of views. You know what? You did mention that he uh, mm-hmm. battle raps, which makes his delivery. Probably the reason why I like his delivery a mm-hmm. little bit more than I like a lot of other people's delivery. I feel like battle rappers. It, you know what? Which makes him more even of like uh, possibly being a fucking unicorn one day. Because <laughs> really? like, you know how they just say unicorns. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, got, I, I got In you. my mind, I call I them you. outliers. But like a fucking Kobe of the game. Because what's going on is what you got here is battle rappers typically don't do good with albums. Yeah. That's true. They typically don't make good albums, but listening to bruh, it's just like... The th- I didn't even think about a battle rapper. I just thought like, oh, this, the thing, this nigga just got really good he, delivery. He brought up a good point in a previous interview that in order to be like a legit MC, you have to have that competitive, competitiveness in you. Like, look at the greats like Nas. Look at the greats like M, Jay-Z, Biggie, Pac, you know, Biggie Al. They all had that competitiveness inside of them with their delivery because they all want to prove that they're the best. Mm. And I feel like he has that inside of him, especially with his delivery. It definitely comes out. It definitely shows. And, uh, you know, that's what that's what I couldn't really put my finger on, man, um, the whole time because I bumped it all last night while I was up here looking through tax paperwork and shit. I needed something to keep me up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, if I turn this on, I'm going to be up for a minute. So I'm listening to it. And that's when it's uh, sorry, mama song caught my attention really because mm-hmm. now I'm in here now I'm in the career when I can just listen to exactly everything he's saying. Yeah, but uh, his delivery, like I said, that's what I was trying to pinpoint on in my mind because I couldn't figure out the right word for it. But yeah, now it does come off like more battle ready, mm-hmm. like ready for anything, train to go type style, which I like. Even though I don't really, man, I don't really, I'll be honest, dog, I don't really keep up with the battle rapping too much these days. Like, I, I'm coming from, like, the times of, like, old solo, murder move. Right. Uh, even back when, um, you know, Hitman Holla, mm. shout out to him, man. Yeah. Uh, I went to school with his brother. Oh, I didn't know Jaylen. that. Jalen. I didn't know that. So, I ain't seen them in a while, but uh, oh, yeah, shout, shout to out a- to them, man. Shout out to Averb, too. Yeah, Averb, yeah, for that feature on that Sayari album, man. Mm, that was yeah. big. That was big. That was big. I like yep. that. Uh, shout out to Averb. Uh, man, just saying them names would be like biggest. St. Louis got talent, bro. Our city is heavily slept on with the talent that we got coming out this city. Like, uh, it's just crazy. But, um, Mr. 511. Yes, sir. What was your favorite track overall? Overall? I'm not even going to say, look what i done, because that's going to be too obvious. Yeah. But if I had to pick my favorite song on there, um, man, I would have to say, man, that's tough. this is tough. I'm going to say, bro, man, you got me on this one. Um, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say No Tense uh, Club on Tail, because I still, I can't get over that hook. Okay, yeah. I, I can't get yeah, over that. you came in today talking about that. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't get over that hook, bro. And if she, Z Lauren, if you're listening to this and you got an album and if you got a Twitter account, please hit me up and tell me what I got to listen to. Please follow both of us. Um, because you are incredible. And I love you for that. 
all y'all St. Louis artists, man, follow me on Instagram, dog. I know a lot of gangsters, you know, y'all don't be on TikTok. It's too childish. I'm a comedian. I'm an inspiring comedian, bro. And it's a shameless plug, and I'm just trying to make people laugh because laughter makes the world go round, guys. Man, you got to smile about some of this shit. Bro, can I say something real quick? And I know this might be going off uh, topic a little bit, but um, and I actually just thought about this um, recently. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of blame myself a bit because I remember a time when hip-hop was, was a little dry. Within the last um, ten years, I was—I don't—I can't recall what year, but it was like it, I really wasn't impressed with um, a particular year. Wayne started dropping them retarded ass. I'm not a human being. I think it might—it might have been. Right. I would say probably. I would say probably between after Good Kid, Mad City dropped, and up until that summer of 2013, it's so like those six months or so. It was kind of dry for me because it really—we really didn't have a lot of. I felt, at least to me personally. I felt like we didn't really have a lot of um, music, hip hop, and not just music, but hip hop in general about stuff that um, that was just made me, I guess, just impressed a little bit because I guess something that I could relate to personally. And I felt like, man, I'm gonna go back and listen to M. I'm gonna go back and listen to Pac, J, um, Kanye, you know, J Cole. I'm gonna go back and listen to those guys. I never really gave like a whole bunch of independent artists like T-Dubbo, you know, a chance. You know, like you said before, um, St. Louis has got the dopest talent, in my opinion. Um, I don't think there's like another city in the Midwest, maybe Chicago, but St. Louis is just on that level. It might be, it might be superior to that, honestly, at this point. You know what, man? I feel a way about Chicago right now. And this ain't really, I hate to make this about me, but this ain't about me at all. This is just an opinion that I have. I'll be honest. I don't know how many people really listen to, uh, you know, the whole drill music and all that. And ain't nothing wrong with it if you do listen to drill music, bro. Do your thing. I'm not here to make you uh, listen to anything you don't want to listen to. But my whole thing with the drill music is just... uh, I don't know if you feel this way, but it's only a certain amount of voices within that movement that it really only it really sound good coming from mm-hmm. as far as artists from Chicago. Yeah. Those like I don't really enjoy hearing Dirk too much a lot nowadays. But I still feel like he's one of the main voices leading it. Yeah. Uh but some of these other artists coming out of Chicago, it just sound like recycled bars. Right. From older from rappers that have died or done got big or old Chief Keef songs, and I ain't trying to knock them for that at right, all. Right. But I don't know. I just haven't really been feeling Chicago lately. Like I need something new from Chicago, man. I, think, I feel like the same. It's like this generic makeup or car, carbon copy. I think there's three rappers. artists that comes out from there. Yeah, I think there's. Sorry, I mean cut you off. But I think there's three rappers that I can think of who are actually quote unquote saving Chicago right now. I got a feeling I know who you're going to say. Yeah. Polo G, Herbo, and Dirt. No. Um, I was going to say, you got two of them right. I was going to say Montana 300. Damn, Montana, my bad. I keep forgetting you, bro. I don't know what the hell happened, hey, but shout out on that uh, from the block. Unguardable. Unguardable freestyle, man. That, 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 he went in. He did. He went in on. He went on that one. Rap right. God. 
Man, if we can get T.W. Montana 300 to collab, bro, imagine that shit. You know how, like, when they be like, if, like, Batman entered the Marvel Universe and him and, like, Captain America fought or Superman and Captain America mm-hmm. and everything just blows up or some shit like that, I feel like that'll be that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, neck and neck, bro. Like, that right. shit, uh, right. that shit would, like, that'll be amazing as fuck, though. Yep. That'd be a dope ass like little. If they did like a three song EP, I wouldn't even be mad at it. I'll probably bump that for the rest you know, of the year. You know what's so funny? We mentioned uh, about Batman. Um, Tito Bo and Bodine dropped two collab projects called Bruce versus Bane One and Bruce versus Bane Two. I heard you talk about um, Bruce versus Bane Two earlier. I believe that's one of the first um, projects that was released under AMG. If I remember my research right. What does AMG stand for? Man, it's got so many. Um, it's got so many acronyms. Basically, like I ain't really up on him as far as like the business side of everything. Yeah. I'm still like getting. I still got questions in on tune that. to him, right. so I'm still. I mean, it stands for this out. It stands for a lot of things like um, Audacity Music Group, um, oh, Almighty God. Gang, A Million Guns. It's got so many acronyms. Ah, I like that A Million Guns. Yeah. I got it's, got, it's got so many. Clip. It's got so many acronyms, and I apologize if I got any of them wrong. It's definitely not my intention because I don't want to be disrespectful and ignorant if I got anything wrong. But um, T.W., we got so many questions we got to ask you in person, bro. Because you're man, you in St. Louis, you're literally one of the few. I always like to say this: you're you're one of the few saviors of hip hop in St. Louis. Like I'm talking about, very few. Yeah, I just want to see all of them get on and get on like bigger levels with this stuff. And uh, you know we got uh, we got some guys from the city that's doing good. Like I always mention Smino. Smino's one of my favorite artists, but I feel like he fits in a certain type of niche yeah. artist type neo niche type artist group. But mm-hmm. he's still putting on. I'm gonna need him to drop some. We need you on here too. Yeah. Um, you know what? There's one song on "Don't Stop at Lights." I didn't mention this earlier. Um, it was after the intro. It was actually the very first song. It was a uh, pressure. That first song with pressure, the way that beat came and that guitar, yeah. that guitar in the beginning, not too many artists can pull that off. When it entered in though, with that, you know what? It gave me like I don't know the guitar way it came on. I started thinking like the crunk movement, mm-hmm. like when you would hear, uh, damn, what is that one song? I can't think of the name of it, but it just mm-hmm. took me back to that moment, like where it'd be where it didn't get turned the fuck up real quick. Like right. I like that when artists can like turn. The fuck up and have fun on the motherfucking track. Man, shout out to uh, man, shout out to Monk and Belsey Darris on that one too. They were they were uh, featured on that song, and um, man, they did their thing on that. I will say that they both I did their thing. I will. Yeah, man. I need uh, I'm still decorating this motherfucker, but I'll be moved out. This kind of off topic, on topic. Oh, you good? I'll be moved out next year. You good? But uh, I. I I need St. Louis artists. If y'all got, like, y'all, like, not y'all actual plaques, but, like, you know, like, the little decorative plaque things with y'all yeah. music, hey, I need that for the man cave. I'm going to say this. <laughs> Don't stop at lights. We need. A, I need a vinyl for this. Yeah. Album. And yeah. Not, not just this, but all of his albums. I need a vinyl. Like, I'm, I don't mind streaming. I have no problem pressing play and streaming it, which, by the way, I'm going to say this, too. For you fans out there that are overlooking St. Louis artists, you need to push the goddamn play button. It is not that hard. I know y'all think we just chingy and Nelly and we just walk around saying, er, her, eat, uh, f- 
What's them hot ass chips that I don't be eating? St. Louis, I'm losing my St. Louis card for this. Oh my God. What is them damn chips? Red Hot Ripley's. I don't even eat them things like that. And I don't get no fuck. I don't care what y'all say. See me in the streets, nigga. Fight me if you want to. But no, um, uh, yeah, man. I really, uh, I think the next album he has that I'm gonna check out is, uh, Northside Christmas Special. Cause, uh, that actually came out a few years ago. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, 2018, yep. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to it was dope. That. I, it was dope. I liked it. I think I'm not sure if you listened to his other previous albums, um, his previous three albums before this one. But I feel like I noticed one thing. I noticed about him. I mean, I think he's been dope since the first day I've I've heard about him, and I've actually seen him perform. But one thing that um, I noticed about throughout his musical journey is just the progression in general with production. Um, lyricism and I noticed about this project I feel like with this project he was the most versatile yeah it. cause he had that uh, one track on there I didn't mean to cut y'all my bad oh you uh, good brother what was it called it was like a track for the ladies mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying ladies get up on that you know what I'm saying sometimes you know was ain't, you know brothers ain't always just uh break you off yeah uh you know what I'm saying we, we ain't always just Hard thugs and shit, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes we slide through with a Drake track. You know, yeah, you, that. you know what I'm saying? Right now, he the hottest thing in the game for women. Right now, you know. I think it's because he's sensitive. But I'm not going to talk about Drake and her. Later on in this podcast, you're going to find out that I have a beef inside of my head with Drake. I'm beefing with a lot of artists in my head. But, boy, when this podcast blow up, y'all, I promise I won't be on like TMZ getting arrested for punching rappers. But if it's, it's, it's some rappers that's going to catch I'm, I'm willing to catch a fade with them just because of who they are. Boosie, number one. That, bo- that boy been tripping. Like I, 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 I got to catch a fade with him, bro. I'm sick of his mess. Like, you mean you, DJ Khaled? Even, uh, I knew like, you were going to say DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled is going to catch a straight one day. I'm just going to just be in Miami. And just catch him on the jet ski. You know what, though? I was, his ass. I was thinking about it. If Imagine if T.O.B.O. was on a DJ Khaled album. That'll be big for the city. Yeah, for sure. That'll be big for, for sure. the city. I can see him uh, fitting somewhere on that. Fitting him somewhere good on that. Uh, I want a collaboration album with not even a whole, like, full, lengthy, like, processed album. Like, a STL, like, collective joint. Where it's just all the STL artists, all the different hoods, all these people just they just in the booth, put the BS to the side, yeah. and just you know what get the going in. I could be wrong, but um, I think in the near future he's gonna drop an album with um the artists that are in his label. Like he like I said, he's got Bodine on there, he's got um Accurate on there. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Accurate at all, but. I've heard you mention that. Yeah, uh, accurate, accurate's pretty dope too. Um, man, AMG, man, they've been uh, really consistent with good quality music. Like, I think they, I think they're one of the only groups that, like I said before, it's quality over quantity. To to me, that's how I look at it. Yeah, that's always big for me with artists, man. Um, Got another question for you since we're talking about quality over quantity. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to an artist, mm-hmm. top three things you look for to decide if they're going to be in your playlist. Man. Your rotation. 
Top three things. Uh, that's a good question, bro. Um, top three things that I look for is, is the first one's gonna be kind of general, but lyricism. Um, second thing I look for is this kind of goes hand in hand, but substance slash content. Mm. And the third thing I look for is, um. Man, the third thing I look for. What's the third thing I look for? I would say if this is going to be kind of, it kind of be a little lengthy, but I feel like if I see myself playing not just one song, but if I see myself playing the whole album again, like okay. in the near future, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Me and my head, man, when it comes to that whole scenario, I feel like I'm, I picture myself being like A&R. Mm-hmm. A PR for a label, and I'd be like, "All right, I'd be looking for relatableness." Yeah. Um, one, one, another thing, uh, like you said, lyricism. Mm-hmm. Um, content, not so much because I feel like I like a little bit of everything. Yeah, I true. need a little trap every now and then. I need right, a little right, bit right. of uh, soulfulness to it, but then again, conscientious. Well, when I say content, um, I'm, when I say content, I'm gonna make this clear, but I'm, I'll clear it up for you. When I say content, I'm talking about. Talking about like more than one subject, like not like, oh, yeah, not yeah, like yeah, the yeah, same, yeah. not like the same thing, because like okay. a lot of artists talk about you know the same thing and all that, which is fine. You could do that, but you know you, you can't. It'll be more boring, you know. Yeah, if you do yeah. That. If I hear you just got a bunch of shoot 'em up, I right guess there. versatility. Yeah, yeah, it's versatility. Yeah, versatility. Yeah, that's another. That's the other third mm-hmm. thing. It's just like if, if I can see that you can easily switch lanes and maneuver in that uh, area mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah, nine times out of ten. You can wind up in my rotation that I'm gonna play every day right. or every now and then. Like, uh, shout out to Thirty Deep Grimy. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's one of like the street artists from St. Louis. Him okay. and uh, C Murder. Uh, they from like the North Side area or Jeff Vanderloo area or somewhere around that. Wait, mm-hmm. let me not say that. Nah, skip that. I ain't even mean to diss y'all like that. I said y'all for the JVL. Y'all boys were blue and orange. Y'all from round my way. My bad, cuz. <laughs> I just realized what I just said. Hold on. Never mind. Ignore that, St. Louis. Ignore that. Hey, man, I ain't been in the hood in so long. I don't even remember when people be shouting out these streets, bro. I just know where I know. I just know where I'm not supposed to be. That's all I know. Right. That's just all I know. I know where I ain't supposed to be because I keep my gun and uh, that ain't a threat or nothing like that saying I won't smoke. Nah, bro. I'm just a. Man, you gotta have. I'm a, above average. You, you gotta protect yourself. Regular, regular, chill guy, and I'm. I'm just. I'm, I'm a nerd from the hood, bro. I just know how it be. You I know don't what? want no smoke, but shit, I know how city is. Man, one thing I also respect too, man, is like you know, speaking of making out from the hood, Tito Bo is a perfect example of that. You know, I always one thing I respect about him too, man. This might be a little off topic with music, but um. Just how he is as a father, you know what I'm saying? Like I always, like he always talks about being an example for his, um, you know, for his children. Yeah. And I know that he does whatever he can. He can't. Uh, he does whatever he can to like educate them. Unlike, um, you know, just on various things, man. Like um, he's really, you know, he's one of the most. That's another thing too, man. Like he's one of the most educated artist I've ever listened to. Like, he knows about how the government plays. He knows how, uh, you know, politics and all that. 
he like he's really educated, and I like I couldn't. I'd rather ask him about how <laughs> the voting. I'm just giving an example, but like how we like the voting process works. I'd rather ask him that than like some politician from the White House. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, I'm all about activism, bro. Um... Well, here, let me call you off there for a second. Let's not call him an activist. He doesn't like that. I'd rather call him a revolutionary in training. I I'm mean, all... Hey, you know yeah. what? I'm definitely about that. Granddad, you know, granddad, mm-hmm. great uncle, they all was part of the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So I ain't... And the, the other... I don't... I'm not going to make a reference to that other club because that's just like... If you know that type of history, if you know, you know. If mm-hmm. you don't, you broke. But, uh... If you're from St. Louis and you don't even think about the Big Wheels, Black Motorcycle Club, or you don't even think about the new revolutionary movement in St. Louis, check out that history if you can. Get up next to some old heads there, tell you a little bit about that. But um, I, you know what? Revolutionary, I get it. I feel it. Um, all about revolutionary acts. Uh, shit, man. It's been... You know, he reminds me a lot of interesting shit going on in music. You know, he reminds me of too, bro. Like not just music wise, but like as a person, Um, Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. I give him a he got a being being involved with the community and making dope music, doing both. That's what he reminds me of. He got a nip. He got a nip vibe to him. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about like musical stuff. I'm just talking about like as a human being, like. Yeah, he definitely seems yeah. passionate about what he has, what he got right. going on. From what I've read, from what I've heard, you know, I don't just listen to people's music. When Bob, you know, when he says to artists you need to listen to, I dive into every aspect of whatever news I can find out about you. Hell, even if I know, if I find out, damn, we got some people in the city in common, we know I'm gonna ask about you. Or whatever, and I get them a reason because you know you can't really be walking around just asking people about mm-hmm. people. They be right. especially me. I don't know why people think when I'm asking about people, I'm on some sneaky. Like, bro, I got a podcast. Damn, I don't. This ain't 2005 no more, bro. This I ain't on 20, that. This is, this is 2022 and about to be 2023. This ain't 2005 no more, man. I'm not hard-headed, bro. I I wasn't never really too much of a knucklehead anyway to begin with, but I. Uh, I'm going to ask you this right off the bat. And I might be going a little too ahead of myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> this album, Don't Stop at Lights. Is this in your top five of 2021? Ooh, top five. I'm going to put you on the, I'm, I'm put you on the put spot in, there. Put me in the hot seat with that one. Top for 2021. For me, it's top three. Top five. I'm, I'm going to be a little... Um, what did I really like last year? As a matter of fact, let me go right here. Let me pull this up for you. Because... Uh, Spotify tell me everything I need to know. Man, you got thrown off there. That did throw me off because you know it was it was some good music that came out last year. Facts. It was some really good music. Uh like I said earlier, man, that King's Disease 2 in the off season, those are my top three albums of last year. Off season definitely is number one for last year for me. Yeah, that's that was my favorite album too. Number two would probably have to be um wait, did Certified Lover Boy come out last year? Yeah it did. It came out actually it came out almost exactly a year ago. Number you know what? I'm gonna put that at number five. Number five for Certified Lover Boy just because I I'm a Drake fan, but I'm also a Drake 
Enemy. <laughs> Enemy. He don't know it, but I know it, and that's the only thing that matters. Uh, Shout out to OVO, though. I'm going to need a custom pair of them, uh, them Nocta joints. Uh, number five, I gave you Certified Lover Boy. Mm-hmm. Number one, like I said, was uh, off season. Number two. I'll take your time. You got to think about this. Because I, I remember a lot of music just coming out. I just don't know. I can't remember off top. Bro, this decade. Who I sat around and paid attention to a lot. Bro, this decade has been crazy. Yeah. music. Like, when 2020 started. You know what it was, though? Honestly, man. I'm a, I know, this might sound a little crazy. But, <laughs> man, when COVID happened, we had more dope music coming out. Shit, because they was trying to make sure they was going to be around. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. I thought it was over with. I'm like, nigga, it's a rap. We man, we had, we had some dope music from Griselda. We had, um, man, Freddie Gibbs dropped a fire album with Alfredo. Do, 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 do. Benny the Butcher dropped a fire hey, yo. album. 12, 12, pack the minivan. Shout out to Westside Gun. Man. That fucking voice. It's an iconic voice, though. I will say that. He's got that... That's what's uh, that's what's different about him. SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh yeah, that SpongeBob intro. <laughs> when you sent me that, hey, that was hella accurate though. True. Uh, that that was hella accurate. Hey, you know what, Donda? Donda was uh, was that this summer? No, it came out last summer. It came out a week before Certified Love Boy dropped. That was Donda. Donda's number three. Okay. Um, going back listening to this, I'll put this at number four for me. I respect that. Number four, this definitely fits at number four for me. And that's not like, I'm not ranking these really in order of right, right, right. Superiority, order or superiority right. over the other. It's I want to make that clear too. Like, yeah. This ain't like, oh, your shit goes to the bottom. Yeah. I put Drake at the bottom because it was expected to be a good album. Mm-hmm. And Drake, I would all like, no disrespect, Drake has always been, since he's been out, he's been the respected king of the summer. Yeah. So... I expected him to have a good album, a, a good to okay album. So, yeah, like I said, no disrespect to nobody. It's just a my observation of the mm-hmm. of the music. So you got off season number one, number three, uh, Donda number four, Don't Stop at Lights, and number five, certified. Drake certified love boy. But number two, I just had it in my head, bro, that uh. I just had it in my head, and I don't know where it went that freaking fast. Don't know, because that's crazy. Number two, what would I pick for number two? Because now, see, see, when you challenge me now, because I had to think about a whole mm-hmm. previous year, yeah, and I don't remember everything, I sat back and just, uh... No, take your time, man. Listen to... I want you to be honest, too. I remember you didn't like that posthumous uh, pop smoke joint, but I no. kind of enjoyed it. You know what, bro? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I didn't like that album. I didn't like because pop smoke. R.I.P. to pop smoke too, by the way. Um, I didn't. The only the reason why I didn't like it was because um, I'm not gonna say all of them, but the majority of the tracks were unfinished, or they mm. sounded unfinished to me. You know when Pop Smoke was, you know, when Pop Smoke was in this world, you know you could you could tell that he was just 
he was just in it. I guess is a good way to put it. Like he was just ready to hype the whole crowd, both indirect and um, direct. You know what I'm saying? So, number two album of 2020. I feel you on that. My bad. I, I no, no, you got good, excited. You got, you got, brother. Uh, expensive pain, Meek Mill. Really, I didn't expect that. Expensive pain, Meek Mill. I didn't expect that. That was my second favorite album of last year. I didn't expect that. Granted, and it's crazy, you would have thought I put Nas up there, but I didn't get to finish uh, King Disease 2. I don't know why I've been like holding it off to go back and listen to it, because I've really been paying attention to it. You didn't finish your favorite lyricist, bro? Come on. Hell no, I did not. Because Meek came out of nowhere, and his style changed up a little bit. And I'm listening to the features on Expensive Pain. My first day intro, Hate On Me, was fucking dope. And then certain locations, even though it got Dirk on it, and I ain't too much of a big fan of Dirt. Uh, I ain't even gonna lie, Dirt. His his album was nice. I ain't too much of a fan of him, but he did his thing. Uh, but yeah, that expensive pain by Meek. That kind of took me back to a little bit of dreams and nightmares, man. Okay. It gave me that feeling, and it was like that's the type of Meek that I be listening to. Right. But I can't expect artists not to grow and be, you know. Right. Be different, like how everybody was mad at Drake for the uh, a little bit upset in the undies panties in the knot about the old. Honestly, never mind. <laughs> I was like, bro, if you don't like this dance hall music type vibe, you are a weirdo. You better learn how to move your hips. I know for you thug niggas, you be thinking that that's just so fruity. No, if you just pop outside on your girl with a little bachata, you know what I'm saying, a little. Little moringa, you know what I'm oh talking about, God. you know? Really? Get them hips moving. It's straight, man. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to be versatile out here nowadays, man. There's so much you got to do that going to this day in life. Bobby, you blessed because you married, bro. Don't ever be single again. Mm, I got a ring on it. I'm not saying that married, being single is totally bad. It's just St. Louis, the dating pool, got some piss in it. Somebody peed in the pool. Somebody peed in the dating pool. And y'all can say... What you want to say. But I'm single. And I know. Man, you just pretend to be single. You ain't single. Hey, man, shut up. You don't want to put my business out here like that. Uh, all right, no, I'm not going to do that to you. I mean, I am single, ladies. Don't, like, let him lie to you or nothing like that. Even though I really ain't expecting to get, like, no women off of this or anything like that. This is not my whole intent. I just really like talking to my homeboy about music. And all the dope shit that go on. Yeah, it's always fun talking about music to you, man. Like for real, like. But I will say, yeah, this dating pool, this this junk we got here, it's crazy. I don't know what in the hell has been going on outside. Y'all just been out of pocket. Crazy. The amount of horrible BBLs we got done and botched BBLs and walking around the city right now, it's at an all time crazy high. I was in the store the other day. I'm just trying to buy some wine. Damn near dropped a bottle on my foot. Because I just seen something that just looked out of pocket. Stop going to your homegirl, homeboy, cousin Terry, who do this shit out of some building that look professional, but he been renting that motherfucker for about $400 a month doing botched BBLs. Better hit them squats, ladies, for you if your legs fall off. I'm telling you, it is nuts. <laughs> Speaking of ladies, though, we got to give some of these female artists their props, especially the ones in St. Louis, man. I don't know too many of our female artists. There's Bates. 
Except for Bates. Like, Bates, well, maybe because when I came back, that was around the time I came back to St. Louis, and I was paying attention to her the most because uh, I forgot. There's one, I named, uh, there's one I think named uh, Truth, who actually, I'm not sure if you remember, but when Riley um, did that Jackin' for Beats contest, it was him and a, and a lady named Truth who made it to the finals. Mm. And uh, she was, man, she was crazy, like, during her performance. Like, she nailed um, every time it was her turn to, you know, spit that fire, she nailed it. I remember uh, being in high school with a chick that can spit. Like, we had this class assignment. I know this is, like, totally off. This ain't got a damn thing to do. I got to stop cursing because Bobby people going to be watching this or listening to this. Look, this didn't have a darn thing to do with hip-hop. It all guys, but no, we was a, had this assignment, and I think she's an artist in the city now. But I had to figure out her name. She uh, basically it was just a little assignment where you had to come up with a rap about the uh, periodic table of elements. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> Thank God, because I failed chemistry. Uh, <laughs> which chemistry was crazy. I don't know how I failed that, but. I ain't feel it. I just did. I got a C. And in my mind, a C is an F, so whatever. Uh, so that lets you, let you know what type of parents I had. Uh, yeah, man, she killed that rap. And I know she was rapping on the side, too. So I don't remember her name. But if you went to Hazelwood East between 2010 and 2011, and you know who I'm talking about because she used to be freestyling, I don't remember her name, but you probably remember her. Go ahead and uh, shoot at this podcast. I need to connect with all the artists. Video coming soon for the podcast, though. Facts. So you can record this, especially get these bloopers out the way since it took us like three hours to freaking start. And then my goofy ass over here laughing. I couldn't stop giggling. And then Bobby, Mr. 5'1", a.k.a. Mr. Muscle Man over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, but you gotta fun with it at the end of the day, man. You got to. You got to because you gotta laugh, bro. And I just I, I want to dismiss something too mm-hmm. that be going around with people. They always say people who be laughing and cracking jokes be hiding pain, bro. I done been through my situations and my situations and my situations, and I ain't tripping off of them like that no more. If it's in the past, it's behind me. I just think everybody else need to laugh because I be looking at some people. I'm like, bro, y'all take this life thing. Too darn serious. Facts. Like, granted, take it serious, but don't take it too serious. Like, we don't make it out alive out of this, bro. Mm-hmm. Just live this thing while you got it. Right. Ain't no linear timeline on when you need to start something. Hell, we 30 damn near starting a podcast. All these other cats younger. Shit, it don't matter. Just get it done. Get it if you want to do it, start, it's, start it's now. Better. Start imperfect. You know, it's better to take... I'm not going to say the harder route, but it's better to take the more challenging route to get to where you're at than just taking the easy way. And like, like I said before, uh, T.W.O. was an independent artist, and we got to give these independent artists their flowers um, nowadays. Hell yeah, because I didn't realize this, man, until like maybe, I would say probably since the first artist that actually made me finally understand that being independent is better in the long run was Immortal Technique. But His name needs to be banned from this podcast, and I'm going to tell you why. And you probably already know why. I think I know what you're about to say, but go ahead and say it, man. 
We ain't getting the middle passage, y'all. We ain't ever getting the middle passage. Wait a minute. Hold on. This is going to sound stupid. This might sound stupid. Go ahead. Just say but it. I just had a fl- Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Why did I just think he died all of a sudden? He probably hasn't even heard from him in a minute. That's probably why. I'm like, wait a minute. He wasn't one of the people that died during COVID. I mean, he was, uh, he was uh, raised in Harlem for a minute. I don't know, but Immortal Technique, if you alive and you hear this podcast ringing out on the airwaves of Spotify, Apple Music, I know we ain't going to never get it, okay? It's like getting a Kendrick and J. Cole album or EP or a song. I know we ain't going to get it. We probably, You know what? We probably get that till we like 50, though. We like 45. I'm going to give it. You know what? I'm going to be realistic. I think we'll get it within the next three to five years. I think we'll get that, but I think we're going to get it. You know how like we went to this Nas concert? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you heard the one of the guys that was standing behind us. He was like, I've been waiting 25 years for Nas and Raekwon to be on stage together performing. That's how I feel it's going to happen for us. And it's going to be what, though, Kendrick and J. Cole. You know what? 25 years from now. I'm going to say this. I bet it was worth the wait for him, though. I mean, it probably is. Because you keep in mind, we were probably like two of the youngest guys on that show. Yeah, it was some. Oh, I'll take that back. It was some of the youngest, yeah. Because I mean, it was, it was some, some of the youngest. I'm not going to say the two youngest, but I'm saying yeah. definitely one of the youngest. I just know I seen mad old heads smoking weed. Like that weed smelled like 1999 weed, like 899, 98. I was like, wow. Is this what you do when you're not a principal, sir? They it was to, mad white bro, people there, go, bro. They had to go back in time, I guess. It was so many white people there, bro. You know, that's I ain't, I, when I go to hip-hop concerts, and I know it's white people that like hip-hop concerts, but the amount of white people yeah. that like you wouldn't expect right. that really be into these artists, like that Pops concert for Scarface, I looked around, it was mad white dudes mm-hmm. in there. I was like, how the hell did I wind up in the middle of a KKK rally? What the hell is going what? on here? Really? What the fuck is this? You compared that to a Give KKK rally. Give me the hell out of here. here. Here's my thing, though, with um, going to these... Sh- now, some of these shows with St. Louis artists, like with uh, with all the ones we mentioned earlier... Yeah. Man, in all honesty, they'd be some of the litest shows I've ever been a part of. Like, I'll never forget, probably one of my favorite shows that I've been to... Um, there's an annual music festival that takes place in St. Louis um, called, um, it's, at, it's named after their scene. It's the Slumfest Music Festival, basically. And it's like the St. Louis version of, like, to me, it's like the St. Louis version of La Palooza and, like, Rolling Loud and all that. Wait, what show? It's called the Slumfest Music Festival. With all do the, we still do that? I, I don't hear too much about it nowadays, but I know for a while it's been, it was an annual thing. Like, every summer. I heard of the name before, and I know but you brought it up before. Uh, I swear, probably in, in terms of like the music scene in St. Louis, 2014 was definitely one of my favorite years because we had some of the most lit performer shows I went to. Like I said, you know earlier, you know the Gramophone, which was a spot out in the Tower Grove. For those of you who in the Grove, right in the Grove, yeah, yeah, the bar they served really good sandwiches. Yeah, unfortunately, it, it, fortunately, got it got discontinued. It's open now. It's open, but it's not for, like, artists to perform, oh, okay. which is unfortunate. Because that used to be, like, the spot for, like, a lot of artists to perform. Like, they used to host a whole lot of shows. And, like, they'd be lit. Like, you know, you know what's Remember crazy? Remember Cicero's? You know what's crazy? Uh, what, yeah, go ahead. Remember Cicero's? Yeah. In the loop? Yep. How they used to be jumping yep. for artists, and then they yep. got closed. Bruh, oh, my God. I went to a show or two there. 
Man. But yeah, man, gramophone, the crowd was so loud, just as loud as you'd go to like an arena full of like 20,000 people. Like that's how loud the, the crowds would be. Like I'm not even like I'm not even exaggerating when I say that. Like yeah, I know our our shows be like lit though. Uh, we need to get like some A and R's from like Atlanta to come up here for a second and just scope out some of the talent, bro. I ain't saying you gotta sign nobody or nothing like that, but if you do, mm-hmm. see something you like, hey, grab them. Yeah. Man, we gotta put on more for the city, man. I want to see. Yes. Uh, I always I'm, I'm gonna keep reiterating this throughout this whole entirety of. However, this podcast, how long it lasts, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm here to put on and cape, put a cape on for my city. Like, yeah. I got a love hate relationship with St. Louis, but at the end of the day, I just want to see all my people who are shining, and not just here, everywhere. But you know, I'm, I'm right now specifically while I'm in this mode, I'm talking specifically for my city. Yeah. Uh, like I said, one week we got it's. A, I feel like we are a hidden gem in the middle of America. We got a bunch of talent. That go that gets overlooked. Uh, the music this isn't really a big music market. Right. I mean, maybe for like Nickelback and baseball fans, but uh, <laughs> I like Nickelback and I'm a baseball fan. Shout but uh, you know, well, I feel like we got a crazy hip hop scene. I want to see some of the R and B artists too. Facts. I heard this ain't just a hip hop uh, podcast. If you can sing, croon, swoon, and glide your way over. Uh, Instrumental, you think you sound like Usher? All right, man, you know, follow us, man. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I got all them socials, man. Hit me up, man. You just want something promoted. That was another thing I was thinking about. You know what? If you got a local business and you want to tap in and you need some promotion or whatever, when we, you know, as we rising on this journey, man, hit us up, man. You know, I like local businesses. I ain't looking for nothing free. I'm just saying. I'll pay for we'll, it. Black-owned businesses, whatever we'll, the business is. We'll, we'll work with you, man. Just um, holler at us. We'll be willing to meet you in person as well. You know, we trying to expand our horizons, and you yeah. know. Hopefully soon, you know, we can get to the point where we can franchise out some stuff. I'm thinking about personally opening up a Chick-fil-A and drop it in the hood. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Put that motherfucker right there on King's Highway and Natural Bridge. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, know, that might know, cause a problem, but, you hey. Know, brother, anything we can do to help out the community, man, just uh, let us know, man. That's something uh, we'll definitely um, talk to you in person about because I know you're heavily involved in the community. You want every person to be successful in life, especially the black community, because the truth of the matter is, man, like the black community, man, they don't get a whole lot of opportunities. That True. Mean, that is the honest to God truth. I mean, you know, it definitely um, is unfortunate that's not covered like I want it to be. But that's just um, just people have a an evil way of looking at things, I guess. To wrap this up, man, I gotta ask you something. Any last words you want to say to T Double before we get off here? I know we was really just talking to him, but if that's the case, uh, sign me right now, bro. Let me get a chain, bro. Put me on, bro. Hey, cuz, put me on, you know what I'm saying? Put me on AMG, bro. I can't rap, but I can crack some jokes on a couple interludes, you know, a couple uh, skits on the album, you know what I'm saying? You can pull it off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can pull it off. I ain't the best rapper, but shit, I can make some shit work possibly. And I got cousins that write lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Cuz, uh, you shouldn't have deleted that freestyle you did before. Boy, that freestyle is in the dungeon of hell, wherever it is. Is, may it burn and reside with Haiti Cause uh, uh, I'm not <laughs> I am not a rapper bro I tried that when I was younger I wanted to be a rapper But I think I, I can write 
I just don't really want to be. It's like my mind, bro, my ADHD. I'll be in the middle of rapping and fucking around and get distracted by a squirrel or some stupid shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like oh lose focus totally on what it is that I'm talking about. And now my freestyle involves a squirrel. But it, like, I don't got, see, I couldn't be in no rap beef. Because I'm probably not going to pay attention to nothing he said halfway through the track. Right. Like, now the rap beef, Drake, stop it. Let it go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, let it go. I know he mentioned your baby boy, and I get that, man. Kids are off limits. <laughs> oh your, son's the, your son did not deserve that straight that he caught. But let it go. Push a T, pushing 40, 50 something. He only got cocaine bars for you, bro. He's actually 45 now. Well, he got five years till he turned 50. And if he's still 50 talking about cocaine, I'm going to turn him off too. I'm done. I'm tired of learning how to measure up cocaine because of him and Jeezy and a couple other rappers. I'm just playing. I ain't going to say because of y'all. I had cousins that taught me stuff. I know how much a kilo weigh, all that, but that ain't even here nor there. I'm not for to incriminate myself. Make money how you got to make money. Uh, <laughs> I ain't seen nothing. I ain't heard nothing, dog. I plead the fifth on everything. You know that. Uh But uh, specifically, T-Dub, oh, man, it was, uh, that, that, that album was... You know, that was great. That was a good body of work. Um, looking forward to checking out the rest of your catalog. Uh, STL artists, uh, if you got them, you know, Bobby got the, between the two of us, he got the most followers on Twitter. He got a lot of traction. Uh, pop off on his page, shoot over to my page. Uh, follow me on TikTok. If you're on TikTok making musical shorts, I don't know what you be doing in your free time. Don't judge me for what I do in my free time. I like to be on a children's app doing non-children things. Uh, if you got an OnlyFans, don't send me that. Don't send me your link to your OnlyFans. <laughs> Please stop that crap. Like On my Instagram, stop. I'm not interested in knowing what you look like in the suit that guy gave you. I'm not trying to figure that out. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to know, bro. Like the other day on Twitter, some dude DM me, "Hey, bro, you need to check this out." I'm like, I looked at it, said OnlyFans. I'm like, I immediately cursed him out. Like, bro, what is your problem? <laughs> like, I'm sick of it, bro. It's like, leave me alone, you man. For real, you gotta plead the fifth on that one too. Like, stop it. No, you being for real, you plead the fifth on that. I one. mean, if you a nice looking young woman and you got a, you just so happen to have an OnlyFans, that's fine. You can send me that, but <laughs> not if you a dude. I don't want to see that. I don't be getting it, bro. Like, what? Why did you seem anyway? Like, I was the A and R for a porn company. Like, I'm just gonna get you put on in the porn industry or something. Like, I be thinking a lot of messages be getting misdirected nowadays, and that couldn't have possibly been meant for me. But I, I, I thought it was spam, but no, it came like direct, like from a comment, and like from like he like literally told me he looked me up on a comment or something. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Because I did have a little moment of attention and traction on TikTok for a second. But uh, people are weird. Facts. I'm just going to say that. Uh, you know, yeah. don't stop at lights. You know, you can't stop, stop at lights. lights. Stop at lights. Don't, because we got to talk about this traffic. Because now here's my rant go. Because I, I really be trying to get to places a lot. You know that sign that we used to have, arrive alive? I'm trying to do that, St. Louis. I'm trying to arrive alive to wherever it is that I am trying to go. Whether it be the foundry, it's the power musical hall, wherever I'm headed. 
And the reason why I mention them two places is because they right near Grand. And y'all just really like to drive down Grand like bats out of hell. I was going to say like Fast and Furious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you are not Vin Diesel. I am not Paul Walker. And I, I don't got time. I don't got the time for that. Like, all you dudes in Hellcats, I see why they be stealing y'all cars. It ain't because they want y'all cars. It's because y'all can't drive them. Okay? I don't need to be woken up. At 3.30 in the morning, because there's some dude over here in my apartment complex that likes to skirt his car around the corner. Like, you're going to come outside to, like, six flat, four flat tires. I almost said six tires on the car. That's crazy. That lets you know my mathematical abilities is just out of the window lately. I ain't really had no real good use for math other than bills and, like, financial, like financial stuff or, like, when... I'm trying to come up with this plan, man, to open up, like, a laundromat, because that's really something that I'm looking into doing. Mm-hmm. But, uh... But we definitely got goals and ambitions, man. Like but That's we'll the def- other thing with we'll, this podcast We'll is definitely about. talk about that more in the near future, but... One thing I personally want to say to Tito Bo, before we get off the air, man, is, like, Tito Bo, man, you're one of the realists to ever do it, not just in St. Louis, but in the whole game period. Um, man, we definitely look forward to talking to you in person. Um... And, uh, man, just keep up the good work, brother. I mean, everything, all the accolades you've been getting, all the recognition you've been getting from these artists like Tech 9 Wiz Khalifa, um, Pastor Troy, man. I mean, it was definitely well-deserved for you. And, man, I'm just, um, you know, I'm definitely um, a supporter, man. Just uh, keep up the great work, brother. I mean. Yeah, that Hit Boy shout-out was uh, big. Yeah, we saw that last week on um, Instagram. That was tough. Yeah, um, this has been a the second installment, the second episode of uh, what can easily go on. What I'm just gonna say it now because I see big, I envision big things for us. Pause. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, now I'm gonna be petty and, and ignorant and start saying pause like Nori on Dream Champs. Shout out to Nori and Dream Champs too. Uh, yeah, definitely an inspiration. Definitely an inspiration. I ain't trying to take this spot, but if we ever do somehow overshine them old bastards. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man. Uh, not really, but uh, it's all of uh, this has been episode two. And like we say, all we say, hey, look, Twitter at Mahogany Mayhem, Instagram, 314 underscore Yogi, uh, TikTok, 314 underscore Yogi, uh, Facebook. Nah, I'm not giving y'all my real name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Darion Strong. People know that. Somebody will be like, his name, Darion. He, they call him Yogi because he was his name in college. And did it. I'm pretty sure somebody out there that's going to be hating. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what other social media. Yeah. Run me up on Twitter, dog. Run me up on Twitter. Stop making this dude underrated, man. If you follow, follow Bobby, Mr. I'm going to let him tell you his handle. Right. You already know what it is, man. It's your boy Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. 511. You can follow me on Twitter, at Bobby, capital B-O-B-B-Y, underscore 0511. And I'm repeat that again. It's at Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, underscore 0511. Holler at me and holler at my boy, um, Darion, under... At Mahogany Mayhem and uh be looking for uh, looking out soon for some other things. Mahogany is just be looking out for that name to be big in this area. Tax. Really soon. That's just gonna be something I'm working on in the background. So you got anything you working on, Bobby? Anything? No, no, nothing I'm uh, working on right now, man. Just um just going on this journey with you. That's pretty much it, brother. And um, y'all know where it is coming from where we come from. You can't spell hustle without STL. This has been 
episode two of the Hustle City Podcast. Yes, sir. Ski, remember, don't stop at life. Don't stop at life.